0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before, and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus safe with us welcome to the bandwagon he's larry and i'm kevin welcome to the bandwagon go rams go now come on in all aboard all right larry you want the first you welcome want to take to the, the, the first ba- word uh, you want to take the first word or no i was going to okay sorry I'm, you lost get, Not you were too, this is this is going to be a situation where i had my hand out for a high five and you went for it and i pulled it away and i said
0: too slow you were just too slow larry morgan this is this is Lucy with the football and <laughs> and in every peanut special I, it, you you you, you kind of set me up you, you don't you don't encourage me but you have no. given me the opening in the past to to start the episode and then you see me take a breath <laughs> and then you're in there you and your mustache are shoving your way in
1: I'm like a, I'm like I, a viper with a just a quick strike. That's what What's I do. Happened?
0: What's happened to you? What's
1: happened I, know, to you? I know. I know. I, I, it it actually hurts me to hear like you 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 don't encourage. I'm like, oh wow. I should. I I pride myself on being an encouraging, compassionate young man, and yet, Larry Morgan, to you, I just mm-hmm. do the complete opposite. What is what is that about? Is it what a, I what know. is this sadistic pleasure? I bring it out. In I, out I of bring this? it
0: out. In people. No, no, no. I am. I am the big tackling dummy of if if you want to We're use gonna... a sports sports metaphor yes. uh, i am the tackling dummy of of podcasting here because it's just there's something about me that just gives off this uh, please beat the crap out of me vibe mm. i don't know what that is mm. well well you can start the podcast but i will be right up front with doo-doo, 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 oh. today's topical rams headlines now as we release this episode, uh, these may be completely all out of date at this point. but excellent. I I'm trying to kind of keep up with, especially as we're kind of into the heart of the off season into training camp and that sort of thing, you know, uh, uh, players reporting, uh, rookies getting hazed, all that, all that stuff yep. is kind of starting. And I so I'm keeping an eye on the headlines and I just I just want to run down as of today, a quick Google search under the news section for LA Rams I want to give you the because sometimes we get accused by each other you by and I other. both accuse each other of not being up on what's going on with the Rams yes. so I I want to go right up front and just kind of list off some of the things that are our top of the headlines here and people are clearly finding something to talk about with the Rams so so we should too. Totally. Uh, I agree. First first headline, Rams may not have enough cap space to field a full roster yet. Oh my. Now, is that concerning? I don't know. I didn't read the story. I don't I didn't have time. <laughs> but that that's the number one uh, headline that came up from uh, 4 hours ago as we record this and th- and that's I don't know. Are we supposed to be worried about that or are they going to be fine? They're going to be fine, right? They're yeah. going to be
1: fine, Larry. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, good. I feel better now. You're welcome. Uh, Second headline, Rams QB battle. Oh, interesting. Not for the starting position. That's pretty much locked up by Matthew Stafford. Can excellent Rippon beat out Bennett? Now, wow. this is our, our new Georgia uh, rookie, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Um, uh, do, do you know who Brett Rippin is? I, I do not. And I was just looking into some of this the other day, and I did not come across that name. How funny. Did you know he is a backup quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams? He's I, a you He's a I now. Canadian-American football quarterback. He played at uh, Boise State. He was signed with the Denver Broncos as an undrafted free agent in 2019. Somehow he ended up, I guess, maybe— Maybe he is Canadian. I don't know. But he's the nephew, Brett Rippin. He's the nephew of Super Bowl uh, 26 MVP quarterback Mark Rippon. Remember Mark Rippon? Well, I don't. Rippen. Nope, I All sure right. don't. I sure don't. So you learned something from this? I didn't did,
1: you? and th- and what I will say is this is interesting to me because I did I did hear that we have uh, we can have three quarterbacks on a roster now, or some new new chain. And I was curious what happened to John Walford and Bryce Perkins. And Walford is now on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Correct. Bryce Perkins is a free agent, so he is yet to sign somewhere. And so yeah, we've, right. we've moved on from both of them.
0: So we've got a whole new set of backups in there, yeah. um, and and apparently a little bit of a, a battle going on. Yeah, uh, here's one. Rams coach Sean McVay praises quote. Super smart, uh, O.C. Mike Mike LeFleur, uh, offensive coordinator. So apparently it's good to hear that Sean McVay uh, thinks that his uh, new offensive coordinator is super smart. Because that's important. That is an important thing. (laughs) It would be a bad headline if he said... Disappointed with the intelligence level of OC Mike LaFleur. That would that would be that bad. would
1: that would be a bad headline. Yes, and and to show how plugged into football I am, when when I hear OC, I immediately thought of Orange County. I was like, what is he talking about? Orange County? I need to put my football hat. OC is offensive coordinator. There yeah. we go.
0: California, here we come. <laughs> California. Well, here's one. <laughs> Here's what I had to I had to actually dig into the story because I was curious and you hear about these rule changes and 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 sometimes it comes into the season and you're like when did that happen Rams NFL must adapt to major rule change in 2023 <gasps> Did you know about this is it In the addition thing? to in addition to the quarterback thing which is a different thing mm-hmm. this new rule will give the receiving team the ball at its own 25 with a fair catch of a kickoff Anywhere behind that yard line, just as if the kickoff had gone through the end zone. So if wow. there is a fair catch of a kickoff at the twenty, at, at the nineteen, 19? at the at the twenty-three, at the five, at the five, it even. will still be at the twenty it, it will start at the twenty-five for that offense. What? This is more this is more trying to protect. I yeah. don't know, have we had that many kickoff in, injuries? Recently, I, because they've made so many changes to kickoffs to try and protect the the what receiver. Is,
1: what is the incentive of having a good kicker now who can who can you know put it right at the three yard line? I mean, uh, yeah, well, it, I get it. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's essentially making the kickoff. Superfluous. They might as well just say, "Hey, hey all already right, to twenty-five. Uh, you got a touchdown. You got the extra point. Okay, start at the twenty-five. Let's just eliminate the kicker entirely."
1: We're trending towards that. Yeah.
0: Uh, and this is the final one. This is, goes back to the Rams rookies. Uh, Rams rookies hilariously butcher "In Sync" and "Mean Girls" <laughs> trivia question.
1: Oh yes, so, yes, I saw this one. Uh-huh.
0: Did you see this? <laughs> I this saw was, the Stetson uh, Bennett one. Yeah. The Rams showed Zach Evans, Byron Young, and Warren McClendon a photo of In. Sink and asked them to name who was in the picture. Warren McClendon, the only one who uh, actually had any luck. Zach Evans uh, apparently mistook Joey Fatone for Guy Fieri. Now, now let me now if you think about it and you picture those two in your mind, it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know what? Yep. Not That's not terrible. Yeah. They, they can mock him all they want, but that's not bad. One, one's a little darker hair than the other, but still got spiky, still, you know, a couple of hefty boys. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So those are the main Rams headlines that right is- now. Uh, a a, a, a cornucopia, a wide variety of things going on with the Rams that barely matter, except maybe that cap space for the...
1: That may be the one that actually matters, but sounds like the most boring one to talk about. Uh, which, I, but, which is why
0: I didn't even click on it. <laughs> exactly. I it's like, it's uh, they're gonna. I have a feeling they're gonna work that out. Who so, cares? Whatever.
1: Well, it's amazing to think about these three rookies that you mentioned, looking at this picture of in sync who. Came on the scene in 1998 and were huge in the early 2000s when these people were either not born or
0: in diapers, right? So <laughs> that's it's, exactly right. If you think about that, when NSYNC was at their peak, yeah, these rookies, maybe not even alive yet, maybe not, or, uh, you know, at maybe the most just in preschool listening maybe. to nursery rhymes, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Unbelievable. Well, I, I appreciate you starting the show. Well, I, I let's I started the show. Let's remember that. But I appreciate you bringing in some, some, some content right off the top of the show because sure. your headlines, the mediocrity of these headlines, exactly. And that's not
0: my fault, by the way. That's no, just that's, the, the, that's, the, the the nature of the NFL right now.
1: That's not a knock on you. That is where we're at. And if we 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 tend to be pretty real on this podcast about where we are in this season with that we're not in a season we are in the doldrums of we're waiting for preseason we have so little to talk about i was stressing the other day about what are we going to do on this episode and i i looked at i knew some of these headlines because i was searching i was staring at their the rams twitter page just looking for anything to talk about you know (laughs) what i let you know what i ended up landing on doing larry i went to the rams wikipedia page and i found three very interesting facts Based on the, I basically made a quiz off the Wikipedia page. This is random facts that Kevin. Random Random facts, which we've done random before. And now it's it's my turn to bring you. And and I, to be honest, I know this doesn't sound super exhilarating, but I'm, I learned a lot. I just kind of dug in looking at past records. I just, so I have some fun, some fun things to share with you in the form of one of my quintessential quizzes. Are you ready for it?
0: Uh, Fun things are always good. So I say, bring it. Okay. So here we go. The last, so we know the Rams
1: finished with a five and 12 record last year, right? All right. Well, um, why
0: don't you go to start uh, with
1: yeah, that? So let's start with the, with no fun. The last time that the Rams had a 12 loss season, uh, it was a four and 12 season because they only played 16 games. Right. Um, they finished four and 12. This was in 2016. How many wins did they finish with the following season? Last time they finished with 12 losses, so a bad season. What did they follow that up with the following year? Did they have A 3 wins, B 4 wins, C 7 wins or D 11 wins?
0: D 11 wins. Yeah, you got it. Did you know that fact or you were
1: just being optimistic?
0: I know that they had a big bounce back season the following yep. year. They yep. had a they had they went from a very uh, disheartening just disappointing season because that's when we started paying attention to him and then yep. the following year man they came on strong yep and the reason i wanted to start with that question was a just to to give us some optimism right and probably
1: people know this fact that we had a rough year 2017 was uh coach sean mcveigh's first year the um the, the year we finished 4-12 in 2016 jeff fisher did like half the year and then got let go, and we had a right. you know just a replacement coach. Sean McVay comes in, they go eleven and uh, eleven and five, make the playoffs. So um, and then we we turn it ar- so we can turn it around from last season to this season is the whole point that I bring that up with. Um, yes, and, absolutely. And, and as you know, with what Wikipedia does, is I ended up going down a rabbit hole at this point after looking at all these different records that the Rams had finished with, and I realized I knew very little about the coaching history of the Rams. And so I have oh. a coaching question for you here. It's a true or false oh, question, which right. gives you, yeah. It gives you a little bit of a, it gives you a 50% chance here. So Sean McVay is entering his seventh season as Rams head coach.
0: Wow. That's kind of wild to think that it's been it seven seasons already. And what, he's still in his twenties? Is that? Yeah, the- exactly.
1: He's, <laughs> he's younger than me. He's, he's 34 <laughs> or something like that, 35. Yeah, he's, he's wow. a baby. Um,
0: wow. So He's he doesn't entering, know who NSYNC is either. It's he would so have no weird. Yeah, he, yeah, Justin
1: Timberlake could be on the field with him. He'd be like, uh, hello, who are you? What are you Wait, do you pl- have credentials? Please get off the field,
0: sir. <laughs> what are you doing? Dude? <laughs> uh,
1: seventh season as Rams head coach. So true or false, um, he now has the second most consecutive seasons as head coach of the Rams. Starting his seventh season, this now puts him second all-time for consecutive seasons as Rams head coach.
0: consecutive seasons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Picking up on something I'm putting down. I I, I am because uh, uh, I think I know why you included that, but I'm (laughs) going to say that that is uh, true. I'm going to say that's true.
1: You're two for two, Larry. Yes. Yeah, he's now our yeah. second long. Uh, he's not quite our second longest tenured coach because, right? Um, he is the second longest consecutive. So, are, are, our do, do you do you happen to? I was curious what 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 clue you were picking up on. I'm just curious what knowledge you have already on this. Uh
0: I you know I'm not. Uh, I was thinking John Robinson for a second, but I don't yeah. think that's it. Uh, who who well, is it?
1: So John Robinson is the longest tenured Rams coach of all time. Oh, okay. And, and he's all a right. USC guy, which I, I didn't know yes. any of this. And that's why I was like, oh, Larry's going to know this name for sure. He, he has nine, nine total seasons and nine consecutive seasons from 83 to 91. So he is number that's one right. on the list. That McVeigh would have to do, you know, three more seasons here to tie. Um the name wow, Chuck it's Knox. amazing
0: John Robinson was there. Oh, Chuck Knox. of course. yes. yes. So that's yeah. what I was trying to kind of reach into my memories because that's that's the Anaheim days. yeah, uh, I believe. Uh, John Robinson was too. Yeah, uh, um yep. yep.
1: and the, so the amazing thing
0: with Chuck Knox is he has eight total seasons under his belt. However,
1: he did uh, let's see. he did. Uh, five and three. He did five seasons in the seventies, right. seventy three to seventy seven. Took several decades off from the Rams, and then uh, and then, <laughs> and then did, they brought him back for the for the Anaheim days, ninety two to ninety four. He was there, and so um, so yeah, like I said, I know it's a little confusing when you say it all in words. I'm looking at this in a, on a piece of
0: paper. But. Yeah, and and the weird <laughs> thing about John Robinson is uh, one of the things I was a little confused about is that John Robinson actually. Had two stints as coach of USC, uh, yes. uh, two different because they brought him back yeah. uh, after his his kind of heyday, and then he I think after he left the Rams, they brought him back again. Right? Am I getting the timeline right? So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, so,
1: well, an LA coaching icon, man. He's you know he's yeah. he's got he's got that history there, and um and yeah, just uh, just highlighting Sean McVay as some like in this day and age, it the, for how quickly coaches come and go, pretty amazing that McVay is is now. Going to be seven seasons deep, and and approaching the all time list of of tenure as a as a Rams coach. So
0: wow, and, moving and, right and along, sti- and and calls Justin Timberlake old man. That's <laughs> exactly, the,
1: yes, that's that's just that's but,
0: the weird thing.
1: And, yeah, and hasn't been fired for making comments like that. Yeah, just incredible. <laughs> no, it has not been canceled for his ill language of Justin Timberlake. Um, old man.
0: Justin Timberlake is 42 years old right now. That is,
1: you just made so many people it's feel crazy. old right now. It's crazy. He's 24 forever in my brain and on my wall behind me. Um. Aww,
0: <laughs> you're adorable.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, let's just do one more. One more rant. And this one, this one I, I enjoyed greatly. Okay, so... I was looking at coaches, and then I thought, well, let me look at what's going on with the ownership of the Rams. We know that Stan Kroenke is the owner of the LA Rams, and one of the reasons that his name has popped up a few times recently— By the way,
0: I want to say, nobody ever talks about Stan, and and that's a good thing. He is not one of those guys that you're always hearing stuff about in, yeah. in a negative way, right? Like he's staying uh, out I, of the he's... headlines
1: for for bad bad news stories, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly. He is not seemingly a meddlesome owner in a in a in a negative way. And we've had those before. So go ahead. Uh, well, here, I just, I just say.
1: Here's what I learned and, and and maybe this speaks to part of that is he owns quite a few professional sports teams. Um and so so he he's clearly knows how to do this and knows how to like stay maybe it's because he just doesn't have the time to meddle in everyone's business because he owns so many franchises. Um but here's the question for. So I was I was surprised to learn that he is also the owner of the Denver Nuggets who are in their first ever NBA finals um, Correct. and that's big news for them. You have to tell me which of the following teams that I'm listing below here is Kronkie not the owner of.
0: Okay? Oh, okay. I know. Okay. I do know he's big. Uh, in, in in he owns several Colorado franchises. If yep. I'm not mistaken, uh, very impressive. Uh, yes, so I might have a, a tough time picking out which ones, but we got the Nuggets out of the way. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so here are four franchises. He owns three of these. One he does not. Is it
0: okay.
1: a the Colorado Avalanche of the NHL National Hockey he League? That.
0: He owns that. He owns Is that. Is it
1: b the Colorado Mammoth of the National Lacrosse League? Oh, good lord!
0: C, he probably owns that.
1: Is it the Los Angeles Aviators of the American Ultimate Disc League?
0: That's not a thing. You made or that up.
1: D. Is it the Los Angeles Gorillas, gorillas as in war gorillas? G U E R R. Los Angeles Gorillas of the Call of Duty League. All of these real teams, <laughs> real leagues.
0: But he doesn't own. But he doesn't own all of them.
1: One of them he does not own.
0: All right. So you didn't make up that third one because, I mean, I, I don't think you made up any of them. They're all real leagues. You already said that. Uh, it's just ridiculous that, that that some of those exist. He owns both of those Colorado franchises, I'm going to say. So it's down to the uh, Aviators? Yeah, the Los Angeles Aviators of the Amer- AUDL, American Ultimate Disc League, or the Los Angeles Gorillas Disc of League. the Call of Duty League, the, vid- the Vidya game. Okay, I Duty. don't I don't think he has any time to waste on video game stuff. He's got plenty of time to waste on all the other dumb stuff you talked about, <laughs> uh, including hockey. I mean, please. Hockey? Yeah,
1: but hockey, come on. Uh,
0: so I'm going to say that Call of Duty League is is it, it clearly exists. Um, and sorry, nerds. Sorry, nerds. Uh, you're, you're not a real sport. Uh, he does not own that one. Please be right. Oh,
1: son of a... Are you kidding? <laughs> not only does he own the Los Angeles Gorillas of the Call of Duty League, he also owns the Los Angeles Gladiators of the Overwatch League. Overwatch, another popular <laughs> video game. Uh, he what? owns two professional video game teams, which, like, again, if there are gamers listening right now, they're probably listening to us, and they're going to be like, those old guys, they don't get it. But I I do not get it. And and yet, these, these athletes, right, these, these video game players probably making crazy bucks to do well these. that's the
0: thing they they find sponsorships I, here's the thing about Cronky is that he is not one of those entrepreneurs who made a lot of money in a, in, a, in a. I mean he might be I don't really know his background but he is a professional sports ownership guy this yeah. is as far as I can tell his main line of work. And yeah. so he takes this all very seriously and and he's one of those guys where he sees an opportunity, if yeah. it can generate revenue, if he can get sponsorships, if he can have partnerships, and if he can somehow leverage all of these different franchises with each other, then that's a smart dude. I gotta yeah. give him credit for that. So uh, but yeah. that's that's cuckoo. That was sort of my
1: takeaway on all that. The by the way, the the yeah, the incorrect answer or the correct answer would have been Los Angeles Aviators of the American Ultimate Disc League. He does not own them. Um uh, I now the reason I threw that in was just to give that team and that league a shout out because I am a big fan of playing ultimate ultimate disc is is te- technically it's called Ultimate, but we call it Ultimate Frisbee, right? Frisbee's technically the brand. So it's man. called the Ultimate Disc League. And I for a while also, actually also
0: frisbee makes it sound uh stupid it but, does but, now but ultimate disc league sounds really pro pretty so epic, I, right yeah now you not surprisingly
1: are. i'm gonna defend the ultimate disc league because these <laughs> athletes are insane they are not so right. well uh they, they are so um uh they're so what are st- they
0: what are they, they kevin
1: they're so good they're so good i can't think of the word where they can, they Wait, can where
0: throw a flat plastic disc a long way and and be somewhat accurate Well, it's not just the throwing that is very impressive. (laughs) It's the chasing this disc down and (laughs) making
1: diving catches, jumping up in the air really, really, really high to make catches. Um, A lot of times these leagues get – Frisbee gets compared to dogs who catch these discs. Well, send a dog out on a field with all these humans and see if it can still keep up and catch these discs. Like these guys are – and I I was actually the game day DJ for the Los Angeles Aviators for several seasons, so I would be the guy in there playing the music and getting crowds pumped up. Uh, Right. now uh you are
0: way too hyped up about this you are you are out of your mind right now well
1: i'd like to i'd like to announce the official launch of my new podcast the uh welcome (laughs) to the bandwagon los angeles aviators version no i wish that would i could i could do a whole podcast on on that sport probably um
0: It feels like you have just now. You're welcome. You're welcome. The time is stretching. There is, I have, I feel like we've been talking about it much too long.
1: Okay. I'm going to change subjects, but stay on brand with what we were just talking about, about Stan Kroenke is that, yeah, he, I I understand he comes from real estate and I believe his wife is an heiress of Walmart. So he, he gained a lot of money that way. And it, it sounds like he's just invested his money properly into sports teams. He owns two professional soccer teams, both in England, um, he owns uh, football clubs i guess uh he owns yes. the rams he owns the nuggets he owns the colorado avalanche who who won a championship uh, about a year and a half ago the rams won about a year you know 2 years ago or you know in 2022 um
0: and with the Nuggets so he's got being a, a in the finals. realty company uh, Arsenal, yep. uh, um, also uh, th- this is nice. Screaming Eagle Winery and Vineyards. I saw that as well. Yep, and
1: that's that's uh, <laughs> that's somewhere near us,
0: I think, or that's uh, somewhere in California, anyways. In Oakville, yeah, Oakville. There and, you go. Uh, and Wagoner Ranch.
1: Yes, I saw it that is, as well.
0: Yep, It's a historic North Texas ranch in Vernon, Texas, to raise crops, beef cattle, and horses, as well as for oil production. So he's got. He's got, I mean, he he might, he might've married a a Walmart heiress, but he's, he's uh, done clearly. he's done well with the money. Yeah. Turning his, uh, he's investing his money in some, in some valuable things. And again, uh, I, I just haven't heard, Tons of negative stuff about him. I hate to scroll down his uh, Wikipedia page to find out if there's something lurking in the background. I haven't
1: found anything (laughs) jarring. There there may be some some political party alignment that I don't necessarily agree with, but I won't get into that. But outside of that, and that's not surprising to me. Outside of that, I I I don't find I I have yet to find anything. And 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 as I was saying, the, the the Rams. The Rams, Avalanche Championships, well, the, the Nuggets are in the finals. And I just gotta share this fact that the, the National Lacrosse League is having their finals right now. The Colorado Mammoth, his team is in it against the Buffalo Bandits. Game three a best of three series. so whoever wins this game three happens this Saturday as of recording June third seven thirty p m ESPN+. plus This is also my chance to announce my new <laughs> podcast the Welcome to the bandwagon uh Colorado mammoth version. <laughs> you're welcome
0: what's happening i don't I don't you're gonna get first word and final word out of here because I am you can't keep up fast with cast approaching man. speechless yes.
1: <laughs> well, I I um I appreciate you for putting up with me. I so do. I really do. This is this is for someone who does not encourage you very much. I will pat you on the back just for having to hop on with me once a week here. Twice a week during the season, and and put yeah. up with with the the nonsense that I bring to you.
0: Well, six six and a half days goes by, and I and I and and, and it, the memory of it starts to fade, and then it just <laughs> all comes rushing back to me. So a, shoot you yeah. that text, hey, you ready to record, bud? And you're like, oh, yeah. God, oh, no that again. guy. Okay, oh, that's right, we do that thing. Okay, wonder what the hell we're talking about this week.
1: <sighs> well, I think for I think for this week we're done with that thing. Um, and and it's it's sad. I know it's sad for us to be leaving. We so appreciate you for listening appreciate you for being on this bandwagon we we are clearly excited for the season to start but we're always going to come through with something for you every thursday we have new episodes we're on the odyssey app anywhere you get your podcast please subscribe rate review drop us a comment tell us if you want to hear more about the national lacrosse league or the american ultimate disc league because we will go there
0: please yeah, and Bahin doesn't count. She, uh, you just because you have a girlfriend uh, who actually listens to the podcast, her vote is immediately canceled. I'm just telling you right now. Kevin
1: is amazing. He is the best. More Kevin. She's
0: too supportive. <laughs> yes, she is. Uh, we can we can arrange more Kevin if you want. But you know, we, we, that's
1: easy. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry, and I'm Kevin.